Hi guys and welcome to the Atlas Weekly Recap. Apologies for the delayed upload this week as I've been knocked out with the flu. Uh, I'm recording this on Monday the 29th of May, so I'll be covering the events of the last seven days. So I'll be looking to include, I'll be looking to cover the surprise inflation numbers that were released in the UK last week. I'll also look at the inflation numbers in the United States that we got on Friday. So inflation as, as measured by the PCE, the Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index. And finally, I'll provide a bit of an update on this US debt ceiling and what it is and how it's sort of progressing with negotiations and why it's important for investors as well. So let's get into it. So Wednesday last week saw the release of some fresh new inflation numbers in the United Kingdom. Now, the UK has really been struggling to get its inflation numbers down in, in recent months, ever since it peaked at 11.1% in, in October 2022. And the latest CPI or Consumer Price Index numbers that we got in the, the UK on Wednesday showed that this is still very much the, the case with uh, CPI lifted by 1.2% in the month of April and takes the annual rate to 8.7%. So while the, the annual rate has come down so the annual rate was 10.1% uh, at the end of March. It's come down to 8.7, just really due to base effects. And while it has come down, um, the consensus was for the annual rate to be about 8.2%. So it came in at 8.7. So it, it missed, uh, I guess, the market's expectations by about half a percent there. And even if we look at the, the core CPI number, so this excludes uh, energy, food, alcohol, tobacco, these more sort of volatile items. The core figure rose by 1.3% in the month and 6.8% in the 12 months to, to April. So the core number has actually gone up uh, over the last 12 months. So it's it was at 6.2% at the end of March. Um, covering April, it, it's gone up to 6.8% as, as an annual rate. And safe to say that the equity market did not like this uh, one bit. And we saw this, this mark, this, um, data come out before the market had opened. And we did see the, the UK, if we look at one of the, the benchmark UK equity market indexes, the UK FTSE 100, it dropped about 1% at the open. And that index closed about 1.89% for the day. And this sentiment sort of spilled over into trading in, in Europe as well, which would trade it at similar trading hours. In terms of the latest uh, US inflation data that we had come out on Friday last week. So this is probably the most critical release and it saw that in, in the month of April, the inflation as measured by the PCE, the Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index, it increased by 0.4% in April, slightly higher than, than expected. I think most economists were hoping for the PCE price index increased by about 0.3%. So it did miss expectations there. And in terms of a, a market reaction, we probably would have expected a negative um, reaction on share markets, but this was sort of, I guess, cancelled out by by hopes of a, a weekend deal on this this US debt ceiling. So that sort of helped with um, positive uh, share market sentiment. And the the share market actually closed, uh, the, the US share markets actually closed higher on Friday. And so speaking of the US debt ceiling, this sort of dovetails in nicely to this next segment where I just wanted to explain exactly what, what is the this US debt ceiling. It's effectively the, the maximum amount of debt that the US government can can have in a, in a given year. And it's currently set at US 31 trillion. 
And effectively, you know, there's been weeks of negotiations uh, to look at lifting this um, this amount. And so negotiations between Joe Biden and the, the Democrats and the uh, Republicans, and they've sort of failed to produce a deal to, to look at increasing this this amount. And uh, effectively, you know, it, it needs support from from both uh, houses of, of uh, from both parties, uh, the, the Democrats and the Republicans, and they, they, they need to come to an agreement uh, to, to increase the limit. And what's creating a, a lot of angst in, in share markets is that the, the US government is coming very close to this ceiling limit, the 31 trillion, at which point it, it won't be able to borrow further funds to, to meet its repayment. So in, in other words, the, the US government could default if it's unable to increase this, this debt limit. Uh, it, it is a very serious thing, but it, it, it's not something that's, that's ever happened before. And the sort of, uh, I think the market is sort of expecting a deal to get done at, at the, the last minute. But yeah, it is, it, the, the ramifications of, of this failing could have, uh, could be quite serious for the, the, the economy and broader sort of financial markets. And just really the, the credibility and the credit rating of the, of the US government. So for, for them to default on, a, a repayment could have ramifications uh, long term. So it would, it would definitely be bad for, for global markets. But just recently uh, over the weekends, uh, as was expected, that they did come to a deal. So US President Joe Biden and the, the House Speaker for the Republicans, uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, that they've come to a, a tentative deal to increase the, the debt ceiling limit. And this has, the deals are still, are still need to be worked out and passed through Congress, but it does look like there's some tentative, there's a tentative deal in, in place. And this has sort of seen the Australian share market uh, rally to today being being Monday the 29th. And uh, unfortunately, though, the US share markets are, are closed for the Memorial Day long weekend. So it won't be able to sort of capture the, the optimism um, to tonight, our local time here in Australia. But it's likely we'll see a bit of a, a relief rally uh, in, in US share markets uh, this week as well. In terms of a market wrap for the last week to Monday the 29th, the ASX 200 is off about 0.63%. The US S&P 500 for the last week is up 0.35%. I've included here the NASDAQ 100 index, so the, the top 100 companies listed on, on the NASDAQ, mainly tech, uh, your, your Facebook, Amazon, Alphabet and, and the like. So this is actually, this index is up actually 3.57% for the last week. And this is mainly due, due to one of the constituents, NVIDIA. Uh, so they announced on Wednesday that their sales for the three months uh, ending in July would be US 11 billion, which is 50% ahead of, of analysts' uh, previous estimates. And the market has sort of gone wild for, for this stock. It's up 27.5% uh, for, for the week. And because it, it makes up about 6.8% of the weight of the, the NASDAQ uh, 100, so it's the, the third biggest stock in, in the NASDAQ 100 index behind Microsoft and Google, it's really um, brought the, the NASDAQ and, and the broader sort of US share market up, up with it. The US stocks 50 is down 1.08% for the, for the week. The UK FTSE 100 is down 1.67%. The Hang Seng in, in Hong Kong is down about 4.5% for, for the week. It's, it's mainly due to some weak economic data out of China in, in recent weeks. The Australian dollar against the US dollar is up about 0.5% for the week, and it's sitting about US 65.5 cents. 
Looking to the week ahead, I'll, I'll definitely look to record a, an update at the, the usual time on Friday this week. And looking locally here in Australia, we'll have the monthly consumer price index indicator for the month of April released on Wednesday. So that'll sort of give us some more up-to-date uh, inflation figures here in Australia. In the US, hopefully there's some more clarity around this uh, US debt ceiling agreement. And also in the US on Friday is the, the May payrolls re report, which is expected to show still fairly robust employment growth and possibly some, some strong wage growth in the US as well. So these are employment figures uh, that they're watched closely because the, the, it's something that the Fed will be taking into cons consideration uh, when it decides on, on its direction for monetary policy in the United States. And they're actually meeting, they meet next on, on June 14th. So this will be current data that the Fed will be looking at uh, for their, their next uh, interest rate decision. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be back later in the week with another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for listening.